<laughs> I had to troll you, dude. I'm sorry. Just before the show started, Zach was like, can you do the cold open so there's not 10 seconds of awkward silence? <laughs> <laughs> and there's always awkward silence. Yeah, I, started, I was like, I'm not going to say anything. Poor Zach. He's a good guy. Always. Life is full always. of awkward silences. Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. He's got a billion toys. <laughs> you brought in your doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. Should we lock in the artillery car? This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash collecting weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm here. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us as we can collecting. <laughs> That's right. We want to take a second to thank our friends over at Water Scrapyard and One Six Corner for sponsoring this week's episode. What the heck happened? Sorry we lost him. No, okay. <laughs> we lost him. Oh, dude, I can't wait to see my face. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Sean's a busy guy. He's got he's got things to do, kids to watch. We've all been there, Dean. Uh, we have a great show planned for all the people tuning in live and on repeat. Uh, Dean, before we get into that news, though, let's kick it off with the world's favorite podcast segment. Yeah, are you ready? Yes. It's new this week. Yeah, so what did you get new this week? I had a pretty slow week, but it was a good one. I got the uh, Yamato 160 VF1S from Robotech. This is Roy Falker's Veritech. Uh, it's so f- beautiful, dude. This thing is stunning. Uh, it's got the TV pilot, which is great. Um, between the TV and, awesome. the sh- and the movie, the the Veritex don't really change that much, especially his, but the the out the uniform does. So it's cool to have the TV pilot. Um yeah, these Yamatos are so stunning, dude. They're not I as, love the Bear Walker. Yeah, dude. I think I mean obviously the Chigokin is like, in like a whole other like zone of amazing. <laughs> yeah. But these are so well done that it's it's yeah. really hard to say like, oh, the Chigokin's you know, four times better, one times better. Like, it's a close race. Um, they're a little smaller, which isn't a big deal. Um, and they're stunning. Rainer actually helped me get this for Christmas, so I owe him big time. Dude, Rainer, where's my gift, my guy? <laughs> where's my gift? Yeah, so that's all I got I knew, this week. Like, when I was in... I'm sorry. I, I, I know you like Robotech. When I was in Tokyo, I saw, like, a... Like a one-to-one scale of the cockpit. Oh, fit, really? Yeah, they had it on display at some like show. It was super crazy, super Dang. expensive. Dude, I might have to send you some money. You can send me some cool <laughs> Robotech swag. Or over there, it's Macross. But I'm like, if you need it, I'll get it. There you go, dude. What a guy, Sean. Did you get anything cool this week? 
Uh, no, you know, uh, doing the whole move. I mean, uh, coming here, didn't have time to do anything like buy or anything like that. Uh, I got, I got a new uh, baby coming, so that's my new toy for the oh, <laughs> congratulations. So, thank you, thank you. Very that's cool. my new uh pickup for this uh this year, anyways. Oh my gosh, that's the gift that keeps on giving. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this week, um, not super crazy. Um, I mentioned it on, I, I believe it was after dark last week, but I was putting some things on consignment with Steven's collectibles. And uh, one of the items sold like, like the first like hour, there was already someone that was interested in it. Oh, and wow. uh, yeah, so Steven sold the iron monger for me, got me a uh, top dollar price. Really, really cool guy named Miguel came and bought it. Um, and, and so with that being said, um, I was able to lock down a slot with Steven for the sideshow one to one child, which is very cool, a lot better than I thought it would be based on some of the uh, shots that they were sending out in the emails. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely, you know, definitely a little bit better than I thought. I and, think you're going to be able to fudge that thing so well. Like if anyone's going to make the child look good, it's going to be you. Thank you. So and I'm really, down. yeah, I'm really excited. And our good friend, uh, geez, Steven Percha, he had, he had gotten one and he used a magic eraser, was able to tone down that red. And, and he said it was super easy. took only a few seconds. So I think that'll be uh, what I'll be doing on mine. Uh, but as far as things that I actually have in hand, uh, we were on our local toy group, the Alamo Stash Bin, and uh, someone had this Caesar bust. And this bust is from, um, it's by Weta, and it's from, oh, the, wow. it's called the Warrior Collection. Uh-huh. And um, it's actually really fucking awesome. It, the paint is really That's good. Awesome. The size, the size is maybe like 80% life size. So. I don't really know what scale that is. It's not one half. It's like one, 1.5 or something. It's, it's pretty big actually. Um, and I, I was super stoked to pick that up. Uh, I met the guy who's only a few minutes away from me and it's nice. Cause Dean, I have all these stickers from the Patreon stuff all over the office and yeah. like, I don't want to have my kid mess with them. So they're just in random piles. And this thing has a nice little compartment in the back that fit all the stickers perfectly. So got them tucked away for safekeeping uh, for down the road, but Where, yeah, what's it made out of? Uh, this is made out of like I want to say like maybe like a thick plastic. It's not polystone, but mm-hmm. it does have a good heft to it, and the paint is like I mean the eyes look ridiculous. Uh, I'm actually really excited. Yeah, what it makes it awesome stuff. I really want one of their like they did a really cool Ghost in the Shell statue. Obviously, it's long sold out, but I want oh, yeah. something from Weta really bad. It's beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, and they made uh, so this Caesar. They made it in two versions. They made the uh, the war paint version, and then the actual like Caesar without the war paint. Yeah. Um, I'm personally a, more of a fan of the non war paint look, but yeah, you know, this was like a fifth of what it was going for on eBay. Yeah, and it was like down the street, so like you really can't beat that. Uh, but I love it. I got to do a few very minor paint touch-ups. I know out of the factory, some of them had some paint issues. Uh, there's like a little piece of the skin showing here. I can touch that up real easily. But uh, overall, I mean, I'm super stoked with it. I honestly couldn't be happier. And um, we've talked about it before, Dean, but there's not that much Caesar stuff out there for this right. version of Caesar. 
And so I'm like super thrilled to have this in the collection. Um, but yeah, so that was it for me. I should have, uh, Steven said that the child should be there on Friday or Saturday. So hopefully it is there and I'll be able to talk about it next week. But, uh, yeah, I'm pretty, pretty stoked. Uh, let's get into the news though. So hot toys dropped the, uh, pre-order for the Spider-Man miles Morales from the PS five slash PS four. Uh, actually is this PS five only Dean? PS- yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah, so for the PS5 game, this one's coming in at 270, releasing Q1 2022. Uh, I do like quite a bit about this. I'm a little upset it doesn't come with the unmasked portrait. Uh, same as the advanced suit when that one came out. Uh, love the spider cat. Not too crazy on the electric effects. No matter how good they're executed, I just feel like they just look too toyish. They look cheesy um, sometimes. Yeah, for Hot Toys. Uh, but other than that, I mean, this is this is an absolute grail for someone yeah. who's a fan of the game, for someone who's a fan of the more traditional Miles look. Uh, this is uh, pretty fantastic. Sean, what do you think about this? Um, yeah, you know, it, I mean, Hot Toys quality. I love the I love the textures and the uh, suit. They always do like really great tailoring. Um, I, I do agree with you on the effects. It's like it's almost impossible to get the effects look, look right like they do in the pictures and stuff like that. But like, I mean, it, it's, it's awesome, you know, and there's more to come too, you know, like the, I know people complain about the Spider-Man like being put out a lot, but like, I mean, the, the, it looks great. I love it. Yeah. Um, the cool thing about this game, a lot like the original is miles has a bunch of different suits. Yeah. Um, so you're going to get more miles, uh, hopefully, uh, in fact, I was just watching the gameplay and you could play as the into the spider verse Mm Spider-Man with like his proportions and animation style. It's really cool. Yeah. It messes with the Um, frame rate a bit. Yeah. Now (laughs) we're already getting that version of miles in the hot toys. So I guess you could futz that into the same shelf, but like Zach, you have a really nice miles, um, Display. Yeah, it's like a mm-hmm. spider shelf. Yeah. Do you think this is something you would put in there, or maybe you want to play the game first? So, um, I am in the Xbox fanboy camp, though. Oh. I think for this next generation, I'll probably be switching to P- PlayStation. Yeah. Um, I just am having a lot of issues. I've I've just always had issues with this Xbox One, uh, even like yeah. right when I got it. Um, and and the issues have kind of snowballed. Um, I I. Right now on that shelf, I have two young rich black suit miles, the young rich casual advanced suit, the uh, amazing Spider-Man two, and then a spider Gwen. So I'd probably swap out like one black suit for this one and yeah. then maybe make it like a two shelf display and maybe add in. Cause I, I do plan to get the hot toys. Um, yeah. What is it? The yeah. uh, spider verse uh, miles. And I could definitely see myself getting this one though. Obviously I have plenty of time to make those decisions. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely am going to be picking this one up and I'm hoping, I believe it was limb toys that made the, the, um, unmasked portrait. I hope that they, yeah. uh, they go in and make one for, uh, for this version of miles. I think that would be, be fantastic. Yeah. I think this will go super great with anybody that has the advanced suit or actually any Spider-Man really. Cause yeah. Yeah. You could put Miles next to almost any of the, like the movie figures or video game figures. It's gonna look great. 
Yeah, Plus and I almost. Suit, it, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say, like, just the suit alone, it it's so close to the uh, the comic version that mm-hmm. you can almost like put it into the, and it looks like a like a movie MCV MCU yeah. version. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I think that um, this one will look a little bit better with the advanced suit, uh, yeah. and just fitting it with the MCU stuff because the uh, the Spider Verse one, even though it's not totally accurate to the proportion of the movie it does have some heavily heavy influences like in the shape of the feet just the narrowness of the head and the shape of the head um i this is so good that it almost makes me wonder if i need the hot toys um spider-verse miles uh i i'm i'm really not sure this is really really kind of puts a wrench into the plans that i had um yeah but i definitely don't think i'm gonna uh, I'd wait to play the game to get the figure because I like the character regardless of the game, right? Like yeah. I liked that character before he was in the game. Um, so I, I, I really don't know. And two seventy is a little, a little high. Steep. Um, but I just don't I, know. I, I would also uh, look out for this. The line's going to expand a lot, so yeah. uh, you might get. You might get a few surprises in this line than you did in this line than you did in the other line. So uh, yeah. I would, you know, I mean, if anything, this is like more of a, uh, if you're going to get one of the figures from this line, this is probably the figure I would get, honestly. Yeah. Uh, all the other ones, I mean, I could take or leave, but like this one's so close to what, what like you could put this in an MCU line, you can put this in the, that line and whatnot. But yeah. Damn, dude. I'm looking at my mouth shelf right now. It's pretty crispy. <laughs> um, real quick, Jason Nelson says, starting today is the Star Wars Lego holiday special on Disney+. Plus. I believe it is. Yes. And going back, uh, Mario and Eddie says the game is also playable on PS4. Oh, cool. um, sticking with Miles, Sentinel is releasing a new line that they're calling SV. Uh, mm-hmm. They're releasing a Miles Morales that comes in at 1.30, releasing June 2021. I think proportion-wise, I think sculpt-wise, and I think functionality-wise, this is probably going to be the best out of all the 112 miles. Um, the Moffax has like that weird mixed uh, soft goods slash plastic outfit, yeah. whereas this one gives you a whole separate set of uh, thighs, torso, and arms. Yeah to give you that sculpted look. I think the, the head sculpt looks really good. I think the proportions look excellent. Uh, a lot of the hands have like stuff built into them. It seems like there's web hands that are built in with webs. There's a phone hand that has the hand built in already. And then a spray paint hand. I really think that this has the potential to be the one twelfth miles though. Yeah. One thirty is kind of steep. I think the Moffex comes in at like 85, 90, um, and then you can get on Big Bad Toy Store. I think it's like 109, so you're paying a little bit of a premium there. But uh, this definitely is tempting. What do you guys What's think? What's with the hammer? Is that uh, the, the spider ham? The, the spider ham yeah. gives him the hammer when he oh, lifts okay. the hammer. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay, thank you. I was yeah. like, what the fuck is with the hammer? Yeah. Uh, this is great. I think I really want a 112 miles. So this might be the one I got. I don't know. Dude, I'm kind of tempted. Now, this is a new line that. Um, Medicom is going into, or uh, Sentinel rather is going into, and um, 
you know, whether or not it's a successful line or how many characters they get into it, I guess will probably depend on how well this figure does. Uh, Sean, what do you think about this? Oh, I think we lost Sean for a second. Can you hear us? Oh, I don't know. I think we lost Sean. Let's uh, we'll go on to the Mondo X Man animated. Uh, this is the one six scale Wolverine figure, uh, and at this point, this is just a work in progress uh, that we've seen. Uh, but it seems to have uh, some decent accessories. You get the uh, what would you call this, Dean? Like the the claws with a little bit of an effect between them. Uh, you get several different heads, uh, some hands. And I mean, the Mondo animated stuff, like lately, they've been pretty, pretty decent, to be honest. Uh, I know that Batman 1 6 uh, from the animated series was pretty well received. Uh, maybe not so much as a figure, but I know the Rick and Morty like statue type figures were, were also pretty well received. Yeah. Uh, and of course, the the one, I guess the 12 inch, not the 112, but the 12 inch Iron Giant was also, uh, people enjoyed that quite a bit. What do you think about this? I like how it comes with the picture frame so you could recreate the meme. Oh, that's what that is. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought that that's, that might be what it is, but that's actually really hilarious. That. That's really funny. Uh, I don't, I mean, I, I, I've gone on record before. It's a very unpopular opinion. I hate the X-Men. Uh, uh-huh. This is the design to get though. Like the Jim Lee X-Men are like arguably the coolest um, design wise. So I think it's going to be pretty interesting because, like you said, the Batmans were really cool. Um, like, it literally just looks like they, like, took an animation cell and, like, 3D printed it, right? It looks amazing. So I have no doubt this will be pretty cool. I personally wouldn't get it. But, I mean, hey, if you love the X-Men, if you love Wolverine, and you like Six Scale, I, I mean, I can't think of off the top of my head a a six scale Wolverine I'd rather have over this. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. Like the Batman. Yeah. There's probably a bunch of other Batman I'd rather have than the animation Batman, but for Wolverine, I, I mean, I wouldn't get any of the movie figures over this. Yeah. This is cool. um, we'll definitely stay updated on this one. At this point, I was not able to find a price or an estimated release date, but as we get more uh, actual photos, we will uh, we'll keep you guys updated on that. Now, uh, Dean Soso Toys put up the pre-order for their Nightwing. It was one fifty-six, releasing Q one two thousand twenty-one. Our friends over at One Six Corner, who sponsor the show, do carry uh, this figure. And if you're a member of their Facebook group, you can actually pre-order this figure without a deposit, which is pretty convenient. Nice. Uh, and. Uh, Again, I don't really know a tremendous oh, wow. amount about this um, this version from this show, but I know it looks pretty fucking cool, and I'm kind of tempted. It looks it looks Dude, fucking fantastic. I like that it actually has light up batons. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely <laughs> for how yeah. small that is. That's crazy. Yeah, I can't imagine what battery would even the, be uh, in those things. Right. The undersuit looks like it's going to hold up really well. The armor looks like it's not going to give you any problems. Um, it looks like a, dare I say, a slam dunk figure. I mean, please, can I, I get the sticker, please? I don't like, or I don't know if I don't like it, but I've never seen the show. Yeah. I'm not the biggest DC fan. I don't 
really know anything about this character, but objectively, it looks cool. Looks pretty. I sweet. want something like this to go with my BVS Batman, and I think this might just okay. be that thing. I will say, obviously, this is a pre-order, and we know that things can change from pre-order to final release. Yeah. Uh, but just looking at these photos, I can say objectively, I think this head sculpt is a lot better than the Toys era, the Air, which was the Robin from the same series and based on the same actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether or not the final product, of course, is as good remains to be seen. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll definitely keep an eye on this one. It's coming out uh, Q1 2021, so it should be right around the corner. Now you picked um, up the McFarland figure of this, right? Yes, and well, the same character, but no. uh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, real quick, uh, Sean's internet went out in his, uh, I guess, in his apartment. So we'll try to have Sean uh, back on Collecting Weekly in the future. But right now he's trying to figure out why the whole internet is out in his in his place so we'll we'll definitely work on getting sean back in the future or if we can even get him back during the show uh but big shout out to sean for coming on for uh the amount of time that he was able all the way from japan i think that's our that's our furthest guest yeah right i think uh up next uh the kickstarter spawn uh came in update number 35 the first figures are shipping the first week of december and a few of the um toy influencers have already gotten their hands on this uh, as a production sample. Uh, Dean, you have this on um, Kickstarter. I guess you yeah, funded it. Uh, what yeah, do you think about the final product? Um, I think it's great. Um, all the problems that people have with it, like we're already kind of known up front. So I don't know why they're acting so surprised. Um, this isn't, I mean, Todd McFarlane himself has already said this isn't going to be the most articulated spawn that he's going to make. He's yeah. Right. He's going to have other things down the line. Yeah. But for what it is, I think it's great. Um, I think it's super cool. Um, it's like, it's articulated enough that you could do some pretty sweet poses. Now there is like the unmasked head sculpt. You could only really pose it one way. Yeah. Um, with the mass head sculpt, you could futz the neck and the and the head. That in a photo, you probably won't notice that maybe the neck is a little uh, mm-hmm. pre-posed. Um, the torso is a little annoying. Um, that it's so twisted. So it's yeah. always going to look like that. Um, I wouldn't have minded if it had no articulation and it was just straight on. Um, but, I mean, again, like I said, everybody knew what this was, right? Nobody yeah. was expecting, or I don't think you should have been expecting the most articulated figure of all time ever. Um, but the display is gorgeous. The box is gorgeous. Everything about this figure is fucking sweet. I can't wait to get it. Is the um, so I did watch Shardimus Prime's review of this, and um, is the packaging collector friendly? It almost looked like you had to rip it open, or no, it it, it has tabs on the back, you just pop it open. Oh, okay, the clamshell that's cool, yeah. So, I'm I know, Dean, that you've been pretty on the spot about watching all his videos, I hadn't been. And so when I saw the review, I didn't know that the torso was pre-posed, that the, one of the necks was like pre-posed. And that was a little bit of a turnoff because I've only ever seen really in-depth the McFarlane, uh, the Mortal Kombat version. 
uh-huh. of this one. Yeah. Um, so that was a little shocking to see, but that does harken back to the the old school McFarland spawn stuff that was like legit just statue wise or like yeah. very very limited posability. I think if um, you if you want the most articulated spawn, I think your best bet is the Mortal Kombat one. Mm-hmm. It's a classic design. It looks great. I think this is a much more beautiful figure in terms of design, uh, paint, uh, just attention to detail, right? Because they're, they're two totally different things. One is like an action figure for playing, and one is like a display piece, right? Um, yeah. And you don't have to spend $75 on the Mortal Kombat one. You can only spend 20 bucks. So they're, you yeah. know, it's like the difference between a hot toys and like a Barbie, right? They're two totally different figures. They serve different purposes, right? One is for a kid to play with and, you know, and the other one is a display piece to show off. So I think it's weird that people are comparing the two like, Oh, well the mortal Kombat one does this and that. It's like, yeah, but they're two different things. Um, Was this the version that you backed? Yes, this one. Because the Mortal Kombat spawn one looks like the modern spawn. This Uh is the classic spawn with the red and the white instead of all black and white. Yeah. Um, So I'm I'm super excited. Uh, I don't don't even know if I'm going to take it out of the box. Like, that looks so cool. Um, In the box? Yeah, like hanging on my wall or having it on my shelf. That looks sweet. And then, like, I will never get the inbox people. I just I look, I'm not an inbox collector, you know that. But that looks good. I think I mean different strokes for, no no I'm not a hater. I'm just saying you're, no, a you're a hater. Dude, the second the videos were coming out, Dude, I was, I was like, like, look how terrible this is. I was like, what are you I was about? worried for you. I was worried that you'd be upset, so I was gonna give you a primer. I was trying to give you a primer that no, you were hey, trying to be break okay. the news and see me upset. I know you. Uh, I would now do that on the show. I wouldn't wait. <laughs> I wouldn't do it off air. I want the genuine on air reaction. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Lemur. No. Either, either way, I'm super excited. Um, and you know, again, there's just more future future spawn stuff. Um. So, yay for everyone. Um. Now you said that the first figures are shipping the first week of December. Yeah. Um, he said they will, were delayed. Will, so. will the, um, is that for the first figures of the classic version that you have, or is that for all of the versions that have been ordered? I believe he said it was all of them. Just like, Shit, that's not bad. Cause when did that, when did the Kickstarter start? Oh man, I don't look, I could get you an official date, I guess. I mean, just roundabout. I'm just curious. I mean, cause it seems like the turnaround from concept to release wasn't that bad. Yeah, um, I mean, it's definitely not like a year, like, uh, what do you call it? A HasLab. Fucking HasLab. Yeah. Uh, Let me pull up my Kickstarter here. This was, I don't know if it has a date on that. The first update was, uh, August? Oh, no, here's more. Man, he updates a lot. 37 updates. We don't have to have an exact answer. I guess around, like, um, 
Like February, April. Yeah, that's not too bad. Update number one is April. Yeah. Okay. Um, up next, Medicom Toy did put on their Instagram this photo here of Homelander. And uh, looking at this, it seems like they're going to be doing this. Doesn't look uh, one six scale, just the way the scaling looks there. It doesn't look like it's fabric. Uh, so I imagine soon, uh, I know Medicom posted that they're doing like a, um, like they're showing off products soon uh, in a virtual event. So I imagine we're probably going to see at minimum a Homelander from the boys, uh, but maybe some other um, Medicom six inch scale stuff from them. Uh, and we'll keep you guys updated on that. I know NECA is supposed to be releasing some the boys stuff as well. Uh, between NECA and Medicom, Dean, would you buy any of these characters? Uh, yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Um, I mean, there's so many good characters that it's hard to say, like, I'll get all of them. Definitely Homelander, definitely Butcher. Yeah. Um, and then maybe, uh, what's her name? Starlight? Yeah. Um... So, I mean, at least two, right? Yeah. Uh, and this is Medicom or is this... Um, or um, Medicom. Mayfix or is it Real Action Heroes? Um, so that's speculation. They didn't answer it in the comments. Okay. Uh, but based on the texture of the arm, that doesn't look like a fabric. It looks like a plastic. Right. I would say this is like... And this is just purely based on this one awkward angle photo. Yeah. I would say this is probably going to be Mostly. a uh, six-inch scale. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think that they've done real action hero for a while. So I, I definitely think this is going to be like the six inch scale uh, stuff like the miles was that we talked about earlier. Uh, DA says Billy butcher is a for sure buy. Um, let's get into rumored releases. Gamora is rumored quote unquote to be coming out uh, soon. As soon as this week, as soon as tomorrow, whether or not that is true will remain to be seen. Uh, this figure has been like 930 days in production. So <laughs> I honestly, Dean, I think that there's got to be some amount of concern that when people get their Gamoras, that some part of the material of the pleather or the rubber might already be prone to being damaged, being that this figure potentially has been in production for 900 days. Yeah. Whether or not that's true, I don't know, but that's, uh, I think at this point, this is the longest time that a figure has been solicited and then potentially released um, in modern, in the modern era. And you know, what's even weirder looking at this, the chest rig, it doesn't even look like it fits properly. It looks like they took the one from star Lord and just threw it on her. Right. Yeah. Like it looks like it's just not on there securely. Look like she built like a big bean. <laughs> sure, like a big bean. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think this is gonna be a disaster, dude. Hot Toys I is think... putting that out there, and they're like, "Fuck it, though, bro. It's your life." <laughs> yeah. So they're just gonna let you uh, get that rotted pleather. Uh, Jason says, "I'm confused. Are there already two Gamora figures that were released? No. Uh, just the first the Gamora, Guardians one. Yeah." This is from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume, volume 2. Uh, also, breaking news. We uh, Some people just got an email on our Patreon chat that Commander Cody is an imminent arrival for Tuesday, November 24th from Sideshow. 
Yay. So, Dean, if you get that email, you gonna get ready to pay for that bad boy. Hell yeah. Should be exciting. I know a lot of people are really upset that it hasn't gone up for uh, release yet, but uh, yeah. should be coming very soon. Dean, it's that time of the show. Kick it off. Oh, no. Dude, I wasn't ready. Oh, my gosh. It's only at the same part of the show every, <laughs> yeah, every no. episode. No, my absolute. While, while you're pulling that up, I'm going to I'm gonna pick up that ball for you, Dean. Hey, and what did you, scrub your knee? I got did it. you hear Rainer's attempt at dethroning the king? No, is it bad? Look, man, Eric is going to put it up on Collecting Weekly Clips along with your your best attempt. In fact, I'll I'll be quiet so you can give a best attempt, and we'll let the fans decide. Yeah, so this is your attempt right here. Ready? I'm going to be quiet now. It's what the scrapyard, Annie. That's a pretty good one. That's pretty good. Yeah, we want to think a second... Take a second. I always mess that up, dude. We want to take a second to thank our friends over at Wild Scrapyard for sponsoring this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. You can find them on Instagram, Facebook, and eBay under Wild Scrapyard. They make 3D printed parts to hard to come by Kenner and Hasbro vehicles, as well as hundreds of different head sculpts of characters from the Star Wars universe and others. Uh, if you don't see a character you want on their Instagram, just send a message and look at it design shipped and printed uh, or printed and then shipped straight to your door for a reasonable fee. We also want to thank our friends one six corner. Their mission is to provide the best figures and collectibles to their customers. They offer great prices, great packaging and fast shipping. Choose your figures, pay safe with PayPal and leave the rest to them. Dude, good people there at Wado scrapyard and one six corner. Uh, let's get into UPS stuffs now. Uh, for years, we've recommended that if you're not able to sign for your package, um, which is a requirement by Sideshow, lately during COVID, I believe that they've been, unless your package is over, I think it's four or five hundred dollars, they've just been not requiring signatures, and um, it's obviously never a good idea to leave a two, three, four hundred dollar package sitting on your front door. Yeah. Uh, and so we we've recommended that people reroute their stuff to access points, which with my UPS was free up until a few days ago. UPS is now charging a six dollar change uh, delivery change fee that uh, is charged when the delivery change is completed. I don't believe there's a way to get out of this charge other than paying for the premium uh, for the full year, which is uh and expense. Uh, Sean Nelty says the policy changed November 1st from the other comments that I saw. What, uh, what's so, the yearly fee? Uh, it's, I, let me look it up real quick. My UPS premium. Yeah. Um, Cause six bucks a pop, you'd have to think maybe, well, I guess it would depend on how much, how many figures you're buying every year. Right. So this one says this is an older post, but it's forty dollars a year. But if you think about it, like specifically with Sideshow, they're you're forced to do UPS. You know, you're paying twenty five dollars per shipping, plus either six dollars for the delivery change or forty dollars year on top of that. Yeah, fuck that, dude. Uh, ends up being quite expensive. So unfortunately, uh, that's just another thing you have to deal with. And this used to be free, like totally free. Right. Um, and then this is a change that recently happened. Um, 
but we'll keep an eye on that. I don't know if that's a permanent change or just a COVID change, uh, but we'll definitely uh, see what happens with that. Dean, I don't think we've done a grinds my gears in a while, and I think it's time that we we grind some gears. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the thing that I want to talk about today is something that we've been seeing more in the groups lately. Um, and I will say this is purely speculation on our part. Uh, we don't know if this is 100% true. Sideshow has at this time denied the claims that this is happening. Uh, but I'll read here. So this guy says, before I contact Sideshow, any tips how to perceive? The reissued Mark 47 came in in a regular shaped box without Hot Toys printed on it. I thought maybe it was a double boxed. I was wrong. I do prefer the actual shippers, but would have been okay since the art box was still beautiful. However, the figure had scratches on the crotch area and the thigh. The helmet also had some weird thing going on around the jaw. I haven't checked the magnets yet because by now the figure was probably a return and I was going to reach out Sideshow since I paid Sideshow's full price. Kind of regretting not checking yes when they asked to ship out earlier than the scheduled payment plan. Um, and we've seen uh, quite a bit of uh, reports of this lately. You can see here there's like a weird residue on the face. The crotch has a shitload of scratches all over it. Yeah, um, cool. It almost makes me wonder, since this is a reissue figure, if someone had a Mark 47 for however long, was like three years, they bought the reissue, swapped it out, and then returned it to get a brand new figure. Yeah. Um, but we've seen time and time again people getting figures without the shipper box, and they come in questionable condition. Now, there's two parts to that. Sideshow claims that sometimes they get figures sent without shipper boxes, and that's what those figures are. And I certainly think that there could be some possibility that a figure is received without a shipper or uh, a shipper's damage and they have to rebox it. I'm I'm lending some credence here to the idea that that could happen. But I think you lose the ability to claim that that's the case when the figure inside is clearly not new, right? In another case, Ryan says that uh, the same thing, and this is the second time in a row that he received a figure like this. No hot toys, brown shipper, oddly wrapped in foam paper. Art box was cut open and held shut by scotch tape. Chin guard slash face cover wasn't secure and had fingerprints on the sticky side. The figure looks okay, but it's definitely missing the interior packaging. Another guy here uh, on Let Your Geek Side Show today posted that he potentially got someone else's return. Sean Fear in the chat says, my best Ben Leia came that way with no shipper. I believe my Mark 45 diecast Iron Man came that way. When I asked them, they said that the same thing. Like sometimes they get figures without a shipper. <sighs> if indeed that is the case, I think it is a shame that collectors are paying full retail for um, things not- that are not brand new. Yeah, exactly. Whenever I go into a local comic store, if they have a figure on the shelf, if I want to buy it, I'll always ask them if they have a brand new sealed one in the back. And if they don't, I'm not paying the sticker price on the shelf because that is no longer a new figure. Um, what do you think about this, Dean? What do you think about the idea that returns are being sent out as new figures? That's fucking bullshit, dude. Dude, if you're going to send me a return figure, give me a discount. 
easy as that. And if it's really that big a deal, send it to me with a with a uh, what do you call it? A as a is. Warrant. Yeah. You're buying this as is, but you're getting a big discount, right? Okay, I'll take the risk. I will risk the money that I have now been discounted on the fact that I get a pretty decent figure, right? But no, they're charging full price and sending out figures that look like this. Now, the Black Widow one looked okay, right? Yeah. It's like some tape, but it looked like the figure was, I think he said it was fine. Yeah. Um, but I just don't, I, it's hard to imagine that Hot Toys is putting all their figures in shipper boxes, putting them on pallets, sending them to Sideshow, and they're like, oh, you know what? We have a bunch of them that don't have shippers. Just throw them in there. Now, putting on the sense. putting on the tinfoil hat here, Dean. If I if I'm a, a company and I ship you a, a figure and a shipper, right? And you open it, you decide you do not want it, and you send it back. By that point, there's two sets of labels on that box already, and there's there's the conspiracy in the groups. Like, well, the reason these used figures don't have the shippers is because the shippers are already damaged, they're used, and there's a shitload of labels on them. That's why they're shipping them in these larger boxes again i want to emphasize at this point from everything that we've seen sideshows claiming that this is this is not the case i think you know with the black widow maybe you could make the argument but i think with this iron man looking as bad as it does this is clearly not something that is new um and i i i don't know i think at some point uh it would be great if sideshow did open up a part of the website and say hey we have uh, a number of these figures that have been returned. Cause you got to imagine, right. If they send out a thousand figures, some very, very small amount of those come back as returns. Right. You know, and, and we were talking about this and there's some really successful companies that do uh, that. They sell open box things at a 10 to 15% discount. So Sweetwater, which is the company that we buy all of our audio and video equipment from, they sell what's called demo units. Amazing customer service, by the way. Sweetwater rock. Yeah. So they say what demo means to us is that we've had it out of the box and maybe it was in a customer's hands for a few days and it is in fact refreshed as a result. Every demo item we sell has Sweetwater's two-year total confidence coverage warranty and has been tested and verified up to new specs by our factory authorized technicians to make sure it's in perfect order before we ship it to you. Uh, it comes with two-year total warranty, products inspected, free shipping. Um, and so I um, I just don't know. I don't know if that's possible for Sideshow to inspect every single return figure to the T to sell them. I don't know if it's better for them just to take those return figures and use them for parts. I really don't know. But I think there's certainly a lot of people that are getting some real suspicious um packages from sideshow and basically being told that those parts of the package aren't guaranteed to be like the shipper box. Like that's not part of what you're buying. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mario says Hong Kong hot toys figures don't have shippers unless it's some sort of exclusive. And that is true. Um, But the only thing I can think of is maybe if sideshow ordered, let's just say like a hundred and hot toys only has 90 that are, in the shipper box for international distribution. Maybe they substitute those last 10 with figures without shipper boxes. But again, a lot of those ones that don't come in the shipper box have some sketchy ass shit like scotch tape on the seals. Things in the package are a little disheveled. Um, 
And so Mario here saying that once Sideshow told him they randomly opened figures for inspection. Well, if they randomly opened that Iron Man and that past inspection, that's fucked. So at the end of the day, I mean, I guess I guess you can never know, right? At this point, what they're saying is what they're saying, and we have to take that at face value. Uh, that it could be an inspection, it could be a figure that's sent without a shipper, uh, and that it's not they're not selling return figures, but it seems like in the past few weeks we've seen half dozen of these cases. It seems like every day there's one popping up this week. So um, it'll be interesting to see what uh, what will happen with this. But, Dean, I'd like to officially dub this as hashtag return gate. Yeah. And I'd like everyone to use that hashtag, please and thank you. Dean, our movie review of the week was Venom. Uh, let me get into the plot here. Uh, journalist Eddie Brock is trying to take down Carlton Drake, the notorious and brilliant founder of the Life Foundation. While investigating one of Drake's experiments, Eddie's body merges with the alien, alien Venom, leaving him with superhuman strength and power. Twisted, dark, and fueled by rage, Venom tries to control the new and dangerous abilities that Eddie finds so intoxicating. Uh, this movie famously had a really poor Rotten Tomatoes uh, score by the critics, though a pretty high score by the um, the regular people. And oh, I was looking into... God damn it, Jason. Jason, this is what part of that grinded your gears. The whole fucking part that you're paying full retail plus tax plus shipping for something that's not brand new. Anyways, um, Rotten Tomatoes... Well, he doesn't is, buy Hot Toys, remember? Except when he does, which is Jason, just imagine you get a brand new Imagine X and there's fucking fingerprints all over it. That's how we feel, my guy. Um, Sean Yachty says an early 2000s quality superhero movie that came out in 2018 slash 19. Dean, what do you think about this movie? I don't hate it. It's very inoffensive. Um, it's not the best movie in the world. Um, but it doesn't suck. I guess that's a good thing. Like, it's watchable. Uh, I think if you compare it to even maybe, like, the worst MCU film, it it's still not as good. Um, I don't know. Sony just, like, does, doesn't really do great movies when it comes to, like, their... At least anything after Spider-Man 2 has been bad. Does that make Dude, sense? I really like this movie. I don't know what it is. I think it might just be that I really like Tom Hardy. Um, I I enjoy this movie. It's definitely not the greatest film of all time. Uh, I think, you know, having a Venom movie without Spider-Man is a tall task. Uh, Not a fan of of, uh, our boy Bodie in this film. Not a fan. I liked him better in Rogue One. I don't think he played that. He's not uh, intimidating. No, not at all. Of course, like Riot is intimidating, but not, not Carlton Drake. Um, Jason says Venom is my new roadhouse meaning if I'm surfing channels and it's on I'm stopping it and watching it yeah I, I really like this movie the, the scenes like the are pretty Sean good I like the rat and tat between uh, Venom and Eddie um, the, the plot is just awful like pre-Venom just nothing about it is good um, but I think it's it's one of those films that you can turn your brain off of you know this isn't a movie that is part of a you know, when you watch the Marvel films, like every fucking part of everything connects to another part of something else in a different movie. This movie is very self-contained. It's a very small scale story. Um, and I, I like it, you know, 
I wanted to review this because I've been having so much fun with the Hasbro Marvel Legends Venom. Uh, and obviously last, I think it was like a week ago or two weeks ago, we saw the Hot Toys pre-order for the six-scale Venom. It's kind of reinvigorated my interest for this for this film. Yeah. Uh, but I I do like it quite a bit. DA yeah. says, I'll be interested to see if they bring in Spidey when they bring in Carnage. Yeah, that'd be cool. Definitely be cool. But if you haven't seen this movie, I recommend it. Now, the way Rotten Tomatoes works, I didn't know this until like a few days ago. Um, now, Rotten Tomatoes is based purely on would you recommend it and would you not, right? It's not like the reviewers give the score like a 6 out of 10 or a 7 out of 10. Oh. The, the, the average that you see on the 30% is out of 100 people, 30 would recommend this to someone else to watch, right? But then that's a low score. But if you think about it, Dean, like we are podcasters and we give the news every week. And every week there's some figures that we don't really care about. We still have to talk about them because that's our job. We we share the news. Right. Now put that in the frame of reference. If your job is a, a movie critic, you might have no idea who Venom is. You might have no idea who Carnage is or Riot or anything about symbiotes or anything about anything. What's a bad but, time to be a movie critic? <laughs> but your your job that day is to watch this movie and say if you would or wouldn't recommend it to someone else, right? Mm-hmm. And in that case, 30% of the critics would and 70% wouldn't. Whereas if you're a fan of the film, you're not you're not like going into this with no idea of who anything about Venom is typically you probably have a greater predisposition to liking this movie. And that's why a lot of times you'll see the averages being flipped really high for the audience score. I think this film was like an 80% audience score versus 30% critic. Yeah. And then you can flip that, right? Like I think the last Jedi had a like a hundred percent critic rating, but the audience score Ron was... Tomato is owned by Disney though. Okay. That, maybe that's a bad example, but you understand what I'm saying is like some films can have the opposite where the critics are like, dude, this is the greatest movie of all time. Because those people don't know all the subtle nuances of what make a specific movie good or bad. Yeah. And that's how you get weighted averages in in both directions. But I thought that was so interesting when I read that. I was like, I'm going to share this on the show because I've always wondered how sometimes it seems to be totally random, right? Yeah. Uh, But yeah. I would have liked this movie a little bit better if they didn't kill my girl, Jenny Slate. I love Jenny Slate. Uh, Mona Lisa Saperstein. Ugh, dude, I fucking hate that character. Oh, I love her so much. Not in this movie, but Mona Lisa. She's so annoying. Oh, I know. That's what makes her funny. Um, but as an actress, I love uh, Jenny Slate. Uh, so I was pretty. I was super excited that she's in the movie, and then she fucking died. And I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I was. I thought maybe it's gonna be like a love interest or something. Uh, no, she's dead. Um. It's yeah, it's it's a watchable movie. I um, I don't hate it. I, I get, like Jason, if it's on, hey, I'll watch it. Um, but I'm not gonna like go out of my way to like start it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a good uh, movie, and the Marvel no. Legends is fantastic. Like honestly, Dean and I were talking about doing a video of our favorite figures of the year, and that figure is definitely on that list. It's so I, good. I'll, I'll say this: I liked Venom more than I liked the second. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay, I'll give you that. I didn't like it as much as Homecoming. I'll give you that. Um, I didn't like it more than Spider-Man 1 or 2 with Tobey Maguire. But I did like it more than Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3? Any Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. Hey, 
don't don't talk about my boy like that. Um, those just aren't great movies. Like I like Andrew Garfield, the Spider Man. I just don't think those movies are good. Like the stories aren't very good. Um, but yeah, so I guess like I would only put in like Spider Man movies, right? I would only put three movies ahead of this. Wow, that, I mean that's pretty high praise. Yeah, like it's it's definitely not bad, but it's it's not the best. Yeah, it's literally right there in the middle. So, um, if you haven't seen it, I, I think you should watch it. Because um, yeah. if I don't like it like that much, there's room for you to like it even more, right? I don't think I'm very picky with my movies. I think I'm pretty, you know, cut and dry down the middle. Like I could say if it's good or bad. So I mean, if you really like Venom and that those characters, I maybe you'll fucking love the shit out of the movie. Yeah, it's definitely not bad. Dean, let's talk about the joy of hobbying. We've been doing a lot of hobbying this past few weeks, yeah. and uh, we put up a video on YouTube of how what to a great video, to, dude. I don't think was, I told you how great that video was. You haven't won, which I'm real upset. But there was a point where I was surfing Reddit. And there was two people that were asking for a video on how to do it because they really wanted to do it. Mm. And then I went over to Facebook and I saw three people asking for that video. And I was like, dude, I've been waiting for Dean to make this video for like three weeks. Like, I'm just going to shoot it on my figure, even though I don't have a fat suit. And hopefully people like it, you know, because the, the the process of taking the fat suit off, the, the actual physical removal of the fat suit is three seconds. You snip some strings and then you pull it off. But yeah. getting to that point, there's a lot of meat and potatoes, right? And I I shot it in one take, and it went really well. And um, what do you think about it, Dean? It's fantastic. It was super good. Thirteen minutes, I think. Yeah, a little over twelve minutes. Down and uh, back. Got us um, like sixteen subs. I think it has like quite a, a few likes on YouTube. Uh, definitely, definitely something that I'm really proud of because. You know, for us, like, we don't have a lot of um, videos that do that for us, like, gain us a ton of subs out of nowhere. Right. And so it was uh, it was pretty cool. We got, like, almost 800 views and 50-plus likes. It was that one and the PewDiePie. Yeah, it was that one and the PewDiePie. That's right. So I don't think the PewDiePie really did that well. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it was almost 800 views already. Yeah, so definitely not bad. But, yeah, I mean, uh, it's definitely a fun video to shoot. And at this point, I've gone back and modified mine a little bit. I added parts of the fat suit back in, kind of like a mismatch of uh, different things. And I'm super happy with it. I know Ian, our, our uh, cohort in the United Kingdom, uh, he did a Fison body swap with his, which I thought looked really good. Though the Fison body is like 90 bucks. I'm not sure if I want to spend that much on that. Uh, but yeah, if you want to do the Mandalorian fat suit removal, check out our video on Collecting Weekly YouTube. And uh, it's it's very easy. In fact, I would say it's probably as easy with more pieces, but as easy as the uh, Magneto that we showed a few weeks ago. Yeah. So, I also did get... I was shocked at how easy the Mando is to dismantle. Because yeah, like you said, and you even told someone in the comments of that video, the Boba Fett's are fucking a nightmare. Yeah, because one... The Boba Fett's a nightmare because underneath, like in his uh, midsection, he has like this fabric belt <clears throat> that he wears, and those are super hard to remove. And then two, 
um, his crotch armor is glued shut on both the hot toys and the sideshow ones. So no matter what type of Boba Fett you're disassembling, including the mythos, you have to crack those parts open with this. It's all mechanical construction. You can easily remove things and put them back on. And uh, I mean, it's a super easy, like, I mean, again, 12 minutes. And I think the first time that I did it, it probably took 20 minutes and I mentioned in the video the, the reason why it took so long is I took the cape off of the, the vest and figuring out how to futz it back the way that it's wrapped around the neck took me about 10 minutes to figure that out. So it's really not a hard process. In fact, I think if you're if you're someone that wants to do it and you're even just casually into modifying figures, I think you'd you'd be able to swim through it. And I will say this, if you're in the Patreon, the $15 tier, if you want to do this but you don't want to do it yourself, if you trust me enough, send it to me and I'll do it for you and send it back. Sean Yancey says, where did you add the fat suit back? So um, can you see this mouse here? You can't. Um, so on mine, I added the fat suit back in the forearms because the gauntlets were a little too floaty without that extra padding. I added the fat suit back in the thigh and then the shin and then in the top part, like maybe like right above the belly button to the... Um, to the chest area yeah if it was me i would just cut them at the shoulders and then put the fat suit back right here yeah yeah the, basically the one thing i removed was the padding on the crotch area and then the padding on the biceps because <gasps> that bicep padding is what gets stuck between the suit and the joint yeah uh, but everything else is pretty manageable and cutting the 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 cut between those allows a little bit more flexibility um, and then on mine, I did permanently remove the foam around the neck because I do have the unmasked head sculpt, which is here. This is done by our boy at Watto Scrapyard, Sean Fear. And I think the sculpt is really good. Um, a lot of people thought it was not a good sculpt or a good paint job and fuck those people. I think it's a pretty good sculpt. I think my paint probably could use some work. Um, but a lot of people were showing like these really young Pedro Pascal pics from like 10, 20 years ago. And I'm like, that's not who's in the suit, right? Like he doesn't have the full beard. He doesn't have the spiky hair. He's, he has his hair down. He has like almost no beard. And especially in the Mando, which this uh, head sculpt is based off of, he just got like his head, you know, he's bleeding, right? I haven't added the blood on mine yet. I don't know if I will go through with that, but there was some smart ass. I'll probably talk about it after dark. That was like trolling the post with his head sculpt, which was far worse. And, uh, what, I thought what that was post on one six republic well the guy deleted his comments already but his head sculpt looked so bad it was like it was like actually cringy how bad that's why greg added me probably because i got a random like oh greg added you i was like okay but he probably wanted me to come come talk some shit i was like yo your head sculpt looks like pablo pascal mine looked like pedro pascal um, but yeah, I'll, I'll send you the head sculpt. We'll talk about it after dark tomorrow, but I'll send you the, uh, I'll send it to you in private message right now. But I mean, I think this looks great, right? I mean, Sean made this head sculpt way before this scene. Like as soon as it was announced, this, this guy was playing this. I think he had the head sculpt already. Yeah. And at the end, of course, like it paid off pretty well, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, I think it looks pretty good. Dean collecting weekly awards. The nominations are closing. Uh, we should have some finalists announced probably next week or two. So if you want to, uh, you know, if you want to nominate and have your voice heard during the most prestigious of awards ever, 
frankly, the most important voting of 2020. I recommend that you you do that, and it's on Collecting with Auxiliary. I think, um, Dean, I think we'll probably make a video, a short video that we can post on the YouTube channel just to remind people about this. But, um, yeah, I think, I think it's going to be fun. We have quite a few nominations thus far, and uh, I think at the end of the day, it's going to be a good old time for the CW Awards. Yeah, yeah. We're doing the Collecting Weekly Live Pink 2020 shirt. Our shirt sales have been really bad these past two months. I think I said we were just going to donate 50 bucks regardless because I don't think we'd really be able to donate any amount of money to make make it worth anything. But uh, we will be donating to Be The Match. But if you want to show the support for cancer awareness, we do have that Pink 2020 shirt up on the uh, Collecting Weekly Tee Public. Dean, let's let's give a thank you to these Patreonies. Yeah, uh, ben Porter, Griffin Campbell, Sean Fear, Ian CB, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinn Aguirre, handsome Quinn Aguirre. He got mad last time because I give other people attention. Leo Hernandez, King Louie, Mark Pearson, Sweet Sweet Danny Lee, Deanie Martin, Stephen Crutt, Jason Nelson, Big Old Fern, King Zach, Cesar Mariquin, Eddie Mendez, Eric Ruiz, Mario Cortez in the chat. Stephen Percha, Sean Yahtzee, also in the chat, Scott Bradley, Jesse Contreras, Stephen Maria Stanley, and am I saying this right? Lord Voldator? Yes. We have our first ever pet Patreon. Dean Seth Tucker wanted to sponsor the show on behalf of Lord Voldator. And oh, we're his tortoise. We're a big fan. Okay. I was I I didn't get it until just a second when you said it was Seth, so. First off, I said the tortoise should be called Tortilla, but he said no. And I was a little offended by that. That was a great name for a tortoise. Um, But yeah, the the empire grows, Dean. Every week, it seems like we get a new Patreone. And um, I think we're going to shoot. We talked about shooting. (laughs) I'm going to pull this up, okay? We talked about about shooting. This is a genuine reaction on this dude's head sculpt. We talked about we talked about shooting a Patreoni. It's goofy. What is this? Okay, hang on. What the fuck is that? Okay, so the guy that roasted my head sculpt. This is what his head sculpt looks like. And I don't want to hear a goddamn thing. <laughs> not not only was it offensive to me. Okay, but l- l- hear me out, Dean. When I posted my pick, I didn't say that I had gotten it from someone else. I just said, this is my custom head sculpt. Right. And the guy commented, like, hit me up if you want a better one. So either he thought that that was my work that he was insulting and he offered a better one. Or he knew I got it from someone else and still insulted that person's work, which he did. Mm -hmm. And he said that that I was like, dude, I got it from Waddle Scrapyard. Like, it looks so good. And he's like, it looks like scrap. And, of course, Sean was in the chat. He wasn't happy that the guy was talking about his head sculpt. But, dude, objectively. That's not even Pedro. That is not Pedro Pascal. I literally don't understand how that guy would have that kind of energy. To share that head sculpt, like not I do only not... the head sculpt. Look at the rest of the figure; it's like a fucking like tatted together mess, dude. That like, is not Pedro Pascal. That looks like short haired Jesus Christ. You All know right. what? Like honestly, honestly, it feels a little racist, right? <laughs> like, oh, it looks like Pedro Pascal. No, it doesn't. Like, who is that? 
Are you saying? I don't even want to say what he's saying. Purely, <laughs> Dean. Purely objectively, like not not the fact that Sean is our sponsor, but this head sculpt, my poor paint apps aside, is much more accurate to yeah. to what he looks like under the helmet. I think the only thing, Sean, if you're in the chat, maybe change like the hair on the sides to make it come out a little more. That's it. But that looks like Pedro. Jeez, I just lost my mouse. Um, yeah, Does that, that make sense? Um, like have some hair come out? It's a little uniform. But, I mean, maybe that will fit a helmet, right, if it's hollowed out. But I, I don't know who that guy is. I don't know who that's supposed to be. That is one of the goofiest-looking things I've ever seen in my life. In fact, I'm going to I'm gonna do something here. I'm going to do it live. Um, <clears throat> let's go here. And I'm not trying to be a dick, right? But, like, don't. Like I'm not a spiteful person and I'm not like someone that's just going to troll someone. But like, if you come onto my post with that kind of energy and then you show up with that weak fucking sauce, <laughs> dude, being, that shit dude, I, bad, bro. dude, me and Eric were roasting this dude and he deleted his comments. Here, I'm going to crop these bad. Oh, Eric out. came and got your back. Yeah, dude. No one had my back. Dude. I was like, what the fuck? Um, as long as but, Eric got your back, it's fine. Okay, let me dude, do this. Just fucking funny. Dude, I love your genuine reaction. That I'm not kidding. That was so funny because, like, thinking of, like, the comments and then seeing that. It's not like – I was expecting, like, oh, maybe it'd be, like, neck and neck, right? Like, one's pretty close. No, that yeah. shit was fucking hilarious. Objectively, right? Objectively. Purely in the realm of objectable. That is not even remotely Pedro Pascal. No, it's like that looks more like Amy Pascal than Pedro Pascal. Dude, that's that's Pablo Pascal. <laughs> Someone said it's like Sid the Sloth with <laughs> mixed with Maximus Decimus Meridius. <laughs> Dude, holy shit! Actually, that's who I thought it was to begin with when I saw the sculpt. And I was scrolling. I legit thought it was like a weird Russell Crowe impersonation. Um, but yeah purely based in objectifiable facts that head sculpt on the right on the celebs like me website nowhere near pedro pascal the one that i have was 30 percent amy pascal is that sony sony executive that's in charge of spider-man by the way oh, okay i was like i you had me on that one i was oh, like yeah. i'm not sure who that is i'm just gonna go with it now uh dean in december the the patron oh god <laughs> The December patron benefits, the 4-inch window cling, the 1.25-inch button, the CW Christmas card, which we're working on this weekend, and the holiday sticker. We should be ordering that here pretty soon. Definitely a good little package there. There's a close-up there on the button. I want uh, the button. We have three tiers, the $5 Sweet Angel tier stickers sent straight to your door, as well as access to Ox After Dark. The Crispy tier was the official certified Crispy certificate. Assistance with figure fixes by Zach, including Mandalorian fat suit removal if you need it. Uh, and all the benefits of each of the previous tiers, and then the What a Guy, uh, which is the 18 by 24 silhouette poster signed on your first pledge, doubles of all the stickers we send, and one sculpt year painted by Darkseid's Customs, and all the benefits of the previous tiers. Zach's going to help me with the figure fix. Oh, yeah. I'm not so a that'd Patreon, be $15. But that'd be, nice. be $15. Uh, oh. Collecting weekly does have a physical mailing address if you want to send us some fan mail 5886 days of all road suite 102 box number 292 
or in San Antonio, like Texas, seven. Can you shut up? <laughs> Jesus. If you're getting Santa, rid of something, you can send it to us or me specifically. Right on the San message form. <laughs> Jesus. San They're not going to send us anything because they can't hear the address. <laughs> San Antonio, Texas, seven eight two four nine. That's right there on the screen. They can read. Yeah, but we are I not. think you're insulting our, our listeners' intelligence saying they can't read. Well, I would say we have a 50-50 of audio to video listeners. So, oh, you're right. Go back and go back and read it. <laughs> uh, we have Secret Santa that we're doing on Oxstein. If you could formally sign up, that'd be great. Uh, I Secret did. Santa. Oh, you did. Okay, powered by Auxiliary. Uh, we're we're sending out partnerships. I believe next Tuesday. Uh, we are on Facebook at Collecting Weekly Auxiliary. You can join the group. We goof, we gaff, we laugh. We have a we have a gay old time in that group. It's a fun, it's a fun group, man. It's really fun. We have we have a good time there. We have okay. some other shows in the network. Uh collecting rarities, which recorded this week. Small talk, the joy of hobbing, only fools and collecting, Ian, Pete. Um great guys, and Steve, great guys. Um, we just sent them a care package and they got it today. And um I love those guys, they're good people. Those are the best guys. Creeps are us should be recording, I think, sometime this month, along with collecting comics. But yeah, we have we have we have a lot of fun on the network. We put out a good bit of content, and that's why we have the Patreon because we put out so much content. We have, um, you know, we're expanding. We're in that phase where we're we're sending out a lot of equipment to our cohorts. We're sending out a bunch of stickers, and uh, the Patreon. Every penny that you guys pay goes into supporting the network, and we couldn't be more thankful for. The uh, people that help us out. Let's talk friends of the show real quick. Six Scale Scavengers, Brian, Chris, TC. Uh, great guys over there at Six Scale Scavengers. Optical 20. William's a good kid. Uh, PJ the Paradox Nerd, Rogue One Six, Matt, Steve. Bunch of good guys there. King, Zachary, Venable, the man, the myth, the legend. And then Jow from Third Party Reviews. All, all class people, Dean. Bunch of classy class folks there. Yeah. This is a good episode, Dean. This is a good episode. Yeah. I didn't even get to use our new GIF, though. Which one? Yeah, that was cool. I want to see it again. Again! (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's so funny. Uh, Uh, We have a good time, dude. I love it. I thought about the dude's head sculpt so I can laugh at it again. Dude. It's funny stuff. This is bad, bro. Anyways, Dean, um, we have to do some editing, and uh, maybe, just maybe tonight, later tonight, we'll play Among Us. I'm not sure. Oh, well. Maybe. Mm. Anyways, guys, I'm Zach. I'm Dean. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Yeah, that was cool. I want to see it again.